Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Bam was great, and bam, the Heat lay another one on the Celtics. They are one game away from the NBA Finals. Key, it's a beautiful Thursday morning here in New York City if you're watching on ESPN News. It, it's always a beauty to see that shot, especially right now. It's something to smile about. And that shot is Pier 17 looking out over the New York City skyline here in Lower Manhattan. What's the name of the building? This is the South Street Seaport Studios, Pier 17, Heineken River Deck. There you go. (laughs) We all want to get paid on Friday, right? So I got to make sure I got all that ready to go. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests, including Tony Allen, Mr. Defensive Stopper. Man, shoot, I got something (laughs) for him. Talk about his days with the Celtics. Talk about how you can slow down the Heat and the Lakers or the Nuggets if they happen to get there. Defense was his calling card. Adam Schefter with Football Talk coming at 845 Eastern on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. There's a lot of interesting stories in the NFL, including one of the strangest stories you'll ever hear regarding Chargers quarterback Tyrod Taylor. If you haven't heard that, hang tight. Adam will take you inside a bizarre story at 845. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Your quick thought here on what the Miami Heat did last night, putting Boston on the brink. They played well. I mean, obviously, you know, when you talk about Bam or you talk about Jimmy Butler or even Eric Spolster in terms of what he did in terms of coaching uh, these guys and believing in in Tyler Hero to allow him to continue to just cook for 37 points. It was to a point in that game where they – the Miami Heat decided to say, here, young fella, you lead us. Mm-hmm. One dribble, give him the ball, and let him just go to work. So I like what they did. I don't like what the Celtics were doing. I, do I just – in the first half, your main your, – the, the, your main one, a couple of your main guys, whether it was Tatum or Brown, they just didn't seem like that they were in sync to the second half. But by then, it was too late. Miami had already built this confidence that they could pull away. Tatum to put up six shots in the first half. And no points. And zero points. If you're if 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 that's the main guy, if that's LeBron James, I got a problem with that. Right. If that, you know, that's that's a problem. If that's Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, any of the any of the top dudes that are supposed to be the main guys on your team leading the charge, you're gonna have a problem with that because everybody else is watching how you're gonna perform. They're looking for you to lead, and I think Tatum will do a much better job in the fifth game than he did here last night in terms of the first half of the game. That's a great point. It's instructive just because you get to a situation where they're not Michael Jordan, they're not Kobe Bryant, but he is as important. He's the alpha. The yes, way Kobe was the alpha, absolutely. the way Michael was the alpha, the Celtics need this guy to be an alpha. And he's still at a young, young age. He could potentially turn out to be one of the greatest players to ever play in the NBA. Who knows? But at this moment and at this time where they desperately need you for whatever reason, maybe it was you throwing the ball over there at, near Nick Hurts, uh, Nick Hurts. Maybe that was it. It came back into your mind. I don't know. But whatever the case is, he's got to do a better job at scoring points or at least putting up shots for that matter, in the first half. Indeed. Nick Nurse never played in the NBA. He did play in England. So maybe he thought, hey, it's a baller out there. Let me just hit him. Maybe it was <laughs> back in his mind. Maybe that's what was going on. We'll talk to Jay Will of Keyshawn, Jay Will and Zubin at uh, 9 Eastern. Maybe well, he'll stick up for his old dookie, right? Jason Tatum. He's a guest. <laughs> he'll be with us on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. NFL talk, Dak V. Wilson in just a couple of minutes. But first, let's go from A to Z. 
So we talked about the hero balling out, Tyler Hero, the hero for the Heat last night. He had 37 points, the most off the bench by a rookie in postseason history, and that is why the Heat have a 3-1 lead. They can close it out on ESPN Friday night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time in the Eastern Conference Finals to get to the NBA Finals for the first time since 2020. 14. City of Tampa was rolling last night. Not the Rays. Good, damn. Yeah, he was great. If you're watching on ESPN News, Hero was tremendous. Not bad for 20 years old. The Rays wrapped up their first AL East crown since 2010. I thought the Yankees had the best roster ever constructed. Whoops. <laughs> the Rays win the AL East. They do it by defeating the Yankees' crosstown rival, the Mets. Every 10 years, they're sneaky, right? <laughs> right. The Rays are sneaky in every 10 years. Hey, remember 2008 World Series? They were right there. Lost to the Phillies. We'll see if they can get it done this year in the... 60-game abbreviated season. They will host a first-round playoff series beginning next Tuesday. For those that are not following, it's a football Friday. Tomorrow, it's been football all over the place. The regular season in baseball ends Sunday. And when the Rays play that first-round playoff series, it's quirky this year. New playoff format, 16 teams. Every single game of the three, if there are three, Mm -hmm. will all be held in Tampa. How about that? And on Wednesday, a grand jury in Louisville indicted one police officer, Brett Hankinson, for shooting through the walls into the apartment of Brianna Taylor, the 26-year-old EMT that was killed in March. No officers of the three have been charged with her homicide. Hankinson was fired by the Louisville Police Department in June. LeBron James, among many athletes, to weigh in on Twitter. Quote, we want justice for Brianna, yet justice was met for her neighbor's apartment walls and not her beautiful life. That's courtesy of LeBron James speaking on Twitter yesterday when the news came down. There were a couple of officers shot overnight, I want to mention, and almost 100 people have been arrested in protest in Louisville since the decision came down in Jefferson County, Kentucky. Key will have his thoughts on that coming up at 845. Key was extremely passionate this morning on Brianna Taylor. Key is a 24-year-old daughter himself, and Brianna was 26. We'll get, once again, Key's emotional reaction coming this morning straight from the heart at 8.45 Eastern. I don't play this game to be second place. I just love winning. Perfect pass by Russell Wilson. What a throw. It's improbable an ending that you could have ever imagined. About just getting a win, and then they'll start rolling from here. You got to fight to the finish, and that's what we did. We're going to fight until the end. And unfortunately for the Falcons, that's exactly what the Cowboys did <laughs> because they were down 20 nothing. the onside kick that nobody can stop talking about unless you're a Falcons fan and you want to move on, and Dak showing his worth playing great. Zeke had tremendous comments for him after the game that they he essentially surged them to victory. Yes, aided a little by an ATL miscue. So it's time for Take Your Pick. You just heard Dak Prescott speak there. We're going to go through the best quarterback matchups of the week key. You break it down and you take your pick on who will look better this Sunday. And we got some eye-popping matchups. Let's begin with Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson as the Cowboys head out to Seattle. What do you think about that particular matchup? I was looking for it, but it will, I was looking for the sheet. But when you look at it, Dak Prescott is coming off an emotional win, come from behind when he's going to Seattle. There's no 12th man in that building, but the guy that he's going up against is dangerous Russ. Five touchdown passes against a New England secondary that we thought looked good in week one. He's found a major weapon in DJ Metcalf, DK Metcalf. So when I look to the quarterback situation, I think that will still have a pretty good game. 
But I think I'm leaning toward Russell Wilson in this one as far as – I'm not going to say who's going to win the game as far as playing better statistically than Prescott. Okay, that'll be the big one on Fox that most of the country will see on Sunday afternoon. After that game's over, just don't go anywhere. Settle in, flip it over to NBC for Sunday night football. Aaron Rodgers against the – I say this tongue planted firmly in cheek – the much maligned Drew Brees, who actually had the audacity to have a bad game for the first time in years. How dare he? Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Sunday night football in New Orleans. You know, this game is going to be interesting because if Michael Thomas plays, Drew Brees will bounce back. If Michael Thomas does not play, you may see some of the same sort of play out of Drew Brees that we saw against the Las Vegas Raiders. Aaron Rodgers, on the other hand, he'll continue this quest as he has in week one and two, delivering the football to those so-called pedestrian wide receivers that everybody screamed and hollered about them going to get a receiver rather than Jordan Love at the quarterback spot that they drafted in this year's draft. So I'm leaning toward Aaron Rodgers in this situation because I don't believe that Michael Thomas will take the field. And if he does, will he be 100% healthy? And Key's nephew, Michael Thomas, has a bit of an ankle injury he's working through, and it's a short week for the Saints he had one less day to prepare for Aaron Rodgers. That's not great. Remember, New Orleans lost to Las Vegas on ESPN's Monday Night Football. I like this one because this is a big, big spot for the latter guy I'm going to mention through no fault of his own. But starting 0-3 and having playoff hopes are, are slim, even though this year there's a couple extra teams in the playoffs. Doesn't even one sound in each right. Conference. Right. But key, if the Texans lose to Ben Roethlisberger and the Steelers, Houston will be 0-3. Ben Roethlisberger, Deshaun Watson, take your pick. I'm going to take Ben in this situation at home. There again, no crowd. Right, but you know Juju Juju Schuster Smith Schuster. He right. should change his name back to Juju Smith. But the <laughs> Schuster part kills me because I've been knowing him since a kid. Him and Ben have have this connection. Juju missed Ben last year. Now they're together again. Ben feels good. His elbow's fine. I think that when you look at it, Deshaun missed DeAndre Hopkins significantly, and that's a problem for him. He hasn't had a chance to really hook up with Kenny Steele's, hook up with Fuller, hook up with Brandon Cooks the way that I thought at the beginning of the year. So I have to take Big Ben in this situation. All right, Big Ben over Deshaun Watson. That would make the Steelers 3-0 and the Texans 0-3. I love this one. This is a battle of 0-2 teams. Speaking of going 0-3, someone likely to go 0-3 here. Joe Burrow versus Carson Wentz with the latter taking an incredible amount of heat and the former Looking great. Take your pick. Burrow Wentz. I'm going to take Joe Burrow. Mm. I'm going to take Joe Burrow. I think Carson Wentz and that offensive line continue to struggle. Those receivers continue to struggle. Uh, Jalen Rigger, the number one pick out of TCU, is out for the next several weeks because of a finger. Um, so when you look at it, Carson Wentz is now down his, one of his top receivers. Offensive line is somewhat depleted. Defense is not playing great. Where Cincinnati kind of giving you a little bit of hope, a solid second year for the head coach. The quarterback is young, but nothing is too big for him. He's given us two good games where we felt like, okay, they may have not missed on this guy. This isn't a Keeley Smith for them. Oh, ooh, a Keeley Smith reference. He was a, uh, I, I can't use the word, I'm not allowed to use the word bust when I work with two pro athletes, but he was a underperforming quarterback out of the University of Oregon that once played for the Bengals. There Is that you fair? Go. Yeah. That's a under, nice way under, to say it. Underperforming quarterback. <laughs> it didn't work out. It didn't work out. We can't go with the B-U-S-T. That's a four-letter word to Keyshawn and Jay. Well, apparently I learned that the hard way. This is a really intriguing one. Jared Goff versus our man Dan Orlovsky, ESPN NFL analyst, MVP, 
Josh Allen, Goff v. Allen here. This is going to be an interesting game because the Rams have to go into Buffalo. Again, no fans. I don't <laughs> think they have any fans, but uh, that defense of Buffalo, in, in you know, trying to confuse Jared Goff and Sean McVay can get real interesting for defenses, uh, for Buffalo's defense. Robert Woods going back to the team that drafted him, and I think this is his first trip back to Buffalo since mm. becoming a Ram. Interesting. Interesting note. little yes. nugget there. Great uh, But the, those guys have been playing pretty good. Cooper Cup's been playing pretty good. Henderson running the ball, the offensive line, Aaron Donald on the defensive side of the ball. And I think Jared Goff, I think Jared Goff will outduel Dan Orlowski's MVP <laughs> in Josh Allen. <laughs> It's not working out for either one of them. He had to go to Josh Allen because the Wentz one wasn't working out. He's a huge Carson wow, Wentz Wow, look at you with the zinger. <laughs> Orlovsky, our man, does love Carson Wentz. And he'll, now, ju- hey, he'll jump off that Allen thing as soon as that train <laughs> starts to derail. He'll find another. Hey, Fitzpatrick. <laughs> he, there's something about that AFC East he must love. He's going to go from Allen to Fitzmagic. All right, last one. We're loving this one. I mean, we're joking tonight. I mean, I know Miami and Jacksonville tonight's not great for you. We got yeah. the SEC Saturday. We got Rodgers and Breeze Sunday. And then on Monday night ESPN, one of the most anticipated matchups in years on Monday night football, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Chiefs, Ravens. Take your pick. I'm going to say that Lamar Jackson gets the best of the Kansas City Chiefs in this situation. I think Patrick Mahomes will still play lights out. But I think it's going to be one of those firework games. I think it's going to be that Monday night game that you saw the Rams in Kansas City where golf was dealing along with Patrick Mahomes. It was in the 50s. And I think that's what you're going to see. You're going to see high scoring. But at the end, Lamar Jackson gets the best of them. Real quick here. First loss for Kansas City. First loss for Kansas City. I got to put a dollar in the jar. Okay. Um, there's been some talk here during the NFL season that the Brady-Breeze game in week one was a tremendous rating for Fox. Very popular. A lot of people watched it. But the Thursday night opener was down. Monday night was down. Week one and two on Sunday was down. Does this matchup, just these two guys with the stage to themselves on ESPN, on the grand stage, on the 50th year of Monday night football, and I know there's a ton going on in the world. Don't get me wrong. I'm not that sort of person that's looking at it in a myopic fashion. You don't have to apologize. There's a lot of things happening in the world today. But can these two guys, the NFL has not made the fans stop. The world has not stopped in this country for the NFL, which is so strange at this time of year. Can these two guys do it? Well, I think I think they can. Um, they they played each other already before in the regular season. They played each other in the playoffs. It it just looks like these are the two young up and coming quarterbacks in the NFL that people are looking to to somewhat not necessarily take over the NFL, but become the face of the quarterback room in the NFL. Yeah, Patrick is 25. He turned 25 about a week ago. He won a Super Bowl at MVP before the age of 25. Nobody's done that. And Lamar, of course, is a unanimous MVP. Can't wait to see them Monday night on ESPN. Let's talk a little hoops. Hero's got it. Hero drives, reverse, banks it home. He's playing like he's back in Kentucky right now. There's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> What's his and name? his name is Tyler Hero. Well, 3-1, a big win for us tonight. It is great to be joined this morning on the Shell Pennzoil performance line by an NBA world champion in 08 with the Celtics. His Celtics are reeling. It is Tony Allen, the great defensive stopper. We're presented by Progressive Insurance and Key. It is a little bit early. It's if you're listening to us in the East here, it's about 816 in the morning. But uh, you want to make sure Tony gets up this morning. Yeah, T.A., get up, man. 
Uh, I'm up, man. Okay. Y'all get me up, man. Yeah, we we figured we figured that you 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 let you slept through that alarm. You hit that snooze button on us. First yeah, thing, I think I did. No, it's all good. You're gonna wake up. Don't worry. First things first. Hey, Tony, you are a huge defensive stopper. That's what you were kind of known for. And obviously, the Heat have Jimmy Butler. The Lakers have LeBron and AD. The Nuggets have a couple guys that have burst out in Jokic and Murray. Let's just focus in right now on the Heat because the Celtics need to do something to get back in the series. Your Celtics. What can they do from a defensive standpoint to stop a Miami team that last night had a rook go for 37? Oh, man. Well, first thing first, I'm looking at uh, my first team all defense guy, Marcus Smart. I think that might need to be his primary uh, focus of uh, on the defensive stopping side because it is it's a rookie. You know, he's doing stuff like with some of the greats, names up there with some of the great. What he did last night compared to Magic and just having a great performance like that. I just think Marcus Smart might need to – change his route on who he going to guard for the game because this rookie looked so phenomenal last night. Uh, he was hitting uh, buzzer beater shots, killing them in the pick and roll, playing with great poise. And I think, you know, you put smart on him, you put a more physical guy on him, uh, kind of rough him up a little bit. And I was kind of surprised they didn't hard foul him last night just to try to stop his rhythm, you know, let him know you fed up with all this scoring that he's doing because he made it look easy. But uh, he's a force to be reckoned with right now. Tony, knowing that the Celtics are down 3-1, they got to get back in this. They they got to have some offensive firepower. With Tatum not taking many shots in the first half of that game four, how would you guard all of these offensive weapons going into five if he was Miami? Uh, well, I think I think what they're doing is, 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 is all right. It's on point. They're in the zone. They know that they're going to play zone. Uh, I think they play zone to kind of hide some of the uh, the perimeter players and Duncan Robinson and and uh, and uh, Harold, but Tyler. But for the most part, they know what they want to do. They coming in, they playing zone, they attacking on the fast break. Once they get the rebound, they moving the ball, they playing well, they driving kick, driving kick, driving kick, and whoever makes the best play, very unselfish. And I think that's that's been the thing with those guys not uh, fraternizing with the other players. They're coming in and making it a business trip. I think their approach is just so it's so tunnel vision and they're trying to get the championship trophy. And you can see it by them being up 3-1. Tony Allen, 2008 NBA world champion, joining us here on Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin. T.A., when you look at the Nuggets and all that talent and depth that they have versus LeBron and A.D., Ultimately, who you think come out of this deal? Oh, man, it's hard to overlook uh, the comeback kids, I call them, um, simply because those guys have showed great, great ambition and, you know, trying to get back in series, crawl back, fight back, and come out on top. Right now, I think they're in a tough situation. AD playing phenomenal. Um, they hit the game when the last game, he in good rhythm. I uh, thought he played good last game, but his motor right now, it helps so many players on the team. Um, guys like Rondo, uh, his, his activity with being a live threat, opened up shots on the backside for guys like Octavius Pope. Uh, and you know what LeBron do? He's he just a threat at any time he's on the court. He turn it on when he wants to. But more importantly, I like how Anthony Davis has been uh, just so dominant in this series. And I think that's, that's what's the 
that's what's going to get them the Lakers the championship. As dominant as Anthony Davis can be throughout this game, it ain't nothing he got to do. A lot of people say they want him to be more aggressive, more aggressive. No, it's just his activity. Like he comes set that pick and roll, a flesh screen anywhere. He slipped. He, he, he causing a lot of havoc for the defense, and I just think the Lakers will come out on top on this. He loves hearing that, for of sure. Of course. I, I don't like the T.A. beat us, but that's okay. He's talking about the 2008 NBA Finals with T.A. Hey, that was business, man. Yeah, well, yeah you, don't get that, you don't got to get that ring back. T.A. in 2008, along with the Celtics knocking off Keys Lakers. But for equal time, since we are in a political season, I should mention that the Lakers got one up on the Celtics a couple years later. So we'll see. Maybe they'll meet in the NBA Finals for the 13th time, T.A. It's the resumption of the league's greatest rivalry a dozen times before, and you were right in the thick of it, Tony Allen is joining us on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. Pennzoil synthetic motor oils made from natural gas. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof's in the Pennzoil based on sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. Last thing for you, and I wanted to make sure I mentioned it at the end because this is not something that should be intertwined uh, with basketball. But I assume you, along with millions of people in the country, did you hear about the uh, indictment for the one police officer in the Breonna Taylor case yesterday, Tony? I don't want to spring that on you if you haven't heard it. Do you? Are you aware of what's going on there? Yeah, I'm aware of what's going on. It's, it's, it's actually the, the elephant in the room of, of the world today, man. Um, I just feel sorry for our family. Um, obviously, you know, uh, it's, it's it's a whole whole world of people that was hoping that, you know, all three of those officers get indicted uh, for the for the harsh things that happened to Brianna Taylor, man. But it's unfortunate, man. I feel sorry for her mother, her family. Um, it's sad us today, the way the justice system is set up, you know, and people not getting indicted. And each day you look on, on, on the internet, you seeing somebody doing something just over maximizing their authority. And I just think with those type of situations, we just got to change the people that's, that's actually giving out these jobs and looking at these applications and seeing that these folks got mental issues or some type of, some type of it's something, man. It's just sickening just to keep seeing this and, and nothing is happening. And I think that's why everybody's in the uproar right now. I understand, I understand it, I understand the frustration, and uh, I think the hardest part is really gonna try to try to explain this to my my five year old, my six year old, seven year. When they get older, and ask these questions and explain to them what's going on in the world. It kind of it's kind of just sickening, man. That's well said. It's a very complex world. This seems to be a simple issue, but it's going to be a pretty complicated thing. When you talk to anybody of any age, especially kids who are now growing up in this environment, need to make this world a little bit better when they get to our age. Tony, really appreciate you joining us this morning. Great perspective, and uh, Key's hot. We're going with those Lakers to win that series. Using AD as a centerpiece, he's loving it. He's good, though. He didn't say the Celtics. I got it. I mean, the Celtics scare me right now. You know, they kind of indecisive. They want to play man. They want to go zone. They're not sure, man. When you and when you indecisive like that, I just feel like I just feel like you you don't get you don't hold your team accountable. I believe you know once a driving kick comes, you out of position, shot is up. You don't know who to who to box out. Now you got athletic guys coming in like Jimmy Butler getting offensive rebound because no one's accountable to the box out. So you you put a lot of pressure on your defense when you go zone. You got teams that's driving and kicking, driving and kicking. No no one's alert or ready for when the ball goes up. Long rebound in the zone, you're gonna be indecisive all the time, man. The man, I just think they gotta 
be strict on the defense and put stoppages to that sensational rookie, man. And the Celtics would be all right. I ain't mean to just not give him no credit, man. We'll see what happens Friday. Good stuff, Tony. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Get some sleep. Much love, man. Thanks for having me. I'm definitely going to do that. All right. <laughs> Still to come, more NFL talk. Tyrod Taylor has a punctured lung. Jeez. That was administered by, not an opponent, by the team's doctor. How in the world did this happen? We'll talk to Adam Schefter, but first, Shell knows that from the time you get up in the morning to when you wrap up at night, there's a lot of hurry-ups, meet-ups, and eat-ups. That doesn't leave a lot of time for sports. So make time to catch up on all the layups, tee-ups, and batter-ups by going to Shell and getting three things done at once. First, fill up with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. It's their most advanced fuel ever. It'll help keep your engine running like new with four levels of defense against gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. Then save up with the Fuel Rewards program. Never pay full price for gas again. To join, just download the app or go to FuelRewards.com. You'll be able to start saving today. And finally, snack up in their stores with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. You can pay less for gas just by buying the snacks and essentials you need. How great is that? So go to Shell and make the most of the stop you need to make in engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. See full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Let's go right to the Shell Penswell performance line, and we are joined by the NFL's best insider, Adam Schefter. Adam, what in the world is going on? Can you explain what happened between the Los Angeles Chargers and Tyrod Taylor Sunday before kickoff against the Chiefs? Well, it's an amazing story, Zubin. And oftentimes players take pain-killing injections before games, but rarely do players have their own lungs punctured by their own team doctors. Now, there is risk every time a player gets a shot, a pain-killing injection, and players know that risk before they get that injection. But seldom does it result in the result that the Chargers had last Sunday when Tyrod Taylor was supposed to be starting against the defending world champion Chiefs. He had two crack ribs that he suffered early in the regular season opener against the Cincinnati Bengals. And to basically dumb the pain that he had in those ribs before the game to protect himself, the doctors gave him a injection in the rib area and accidentally punctured his lung. And so the shot occurs right before the game. He has a hard time breathing. He can't play. Justin Herbert, the rookie, the first round pick, finds out 
he's going to be making the start right as the game's beginning, you could imagine the cast because we're all watching at home and we see Justin Herbert go into the game. And in the world that we live in, usually you have an idea if there's a quarterback who's going to make a start unexpectedly. In this particular case, you say, Justin Herbert. I started getting texts from my boss right away like, did you miss something? I'm like, I had no idea Justin Herbert was starting. (laughs) And I don't think the Chargers knew either at that point in time. So it was a big surprise to everybody. It's very unfortunate for Tyrod Taylor. Very unfortunate because this guy has had all sorts of issues and situations throughout his career where every time he's about to get his opportunity, something happens that derails it. It's just amazing the misfortune that has followed him and the latest being a medical mishap that is very strange, unusual, unique, but not unprecedented. Adam, what's next for Tyrod Taylor? Is it legal action? Well, the CBA doesn't allow you to sue the team if the team doctor is treating you under their care. I have to imagine, though, that if his career is derailed again, I don't know what the options are, Key, but there has to be something, some sort of recourse that I would imagine he would have. And so the NFLPA right now is investigating and gathering information, and we'll see what the union can come up with in this particular case. But again, such a strange and unfortunate situation for so many people involved. The 49ers are decimated with injuries, and they're going to be right back at MetLife this weekend. What's the story with Jimmy G and the rest of those injuries? Jimmy G did not practice yesterday, and right after practice, Kyle Shanahan, the 49ers head coach, said that he would be, in his words, surprised if Jimmy Garoppolo were able to play on Sunday against the Giants in the same stadium where the 49ers suffered all those injuries last week against the Jets. And so they were planning to have George Kittle back this week. They thought he was healthy enough to play. But now you wonder if they'll be a little bit more careful and hold him out in that stadium on that turf that the players and coaches felt was sticky and not broken in. It was a turf that was installed this summer. And I don't think the 49ers liked it very much. And it's been through uh, investigations. It's been inspected. But it's passed the standard so far, though it certainly seemed a little unusual last week with the final results. So it looks like Nick Mullins will wind up starting for the 49ers this week against the Giants. And it looks like they'll be without a lot of their key players. They lost Tevin Coleman for about four weeks to a knee injury. They lost Raheem Mostert to a knee injury for a little less shorter period of time. So they're going to have to overcome all of that, and it looks like they'll have to do that without their regular starting quarterback, Jimmy G. But as 49ers fans know, Adam, Adam Schefter joining us on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line, the NFL's best insider. When Mullins has got his opportunities in key spots, including a year ago, he's been able to fill in quite nicely. That says a lot for Kyle Shanahan. Last thing for you, there's a ton of wide receiver injuries in the league this week. I know you and everybody are keeping tabs on like Julio Jones and Devontae Adams, but I want to specifically ask you about Michael Thomas's chance to play. Key's nephew has an ankle injury. Big spot for the Saints on Sunday night football with Aaron Rodgers on the other side of the field. Well, Key's the inside. Nah, I can't What's help you. <laughs> can't help you. Keep me out of this, Adam. Can't help you. I would say this, that they didn't really have a full-on practice yesterday. Michael Thomas did not go through it. It's a situation where they're going to be very careful. But before this week's practices began, the way it was explained to me was when he initially suffered the injury, the MRI was sent to Dr. Robert Anderson in Green Bay. He's the Packers team doctor and a noted 
ankle foot specialist. And so the Packers and Saints play again this week, and Dr. Anderson is going to be in <laughs> New Orleans. And so the Packers team doctor will be examining Michael Thomas this weekend in person, putting his hands on him to help make the determination about whether Michael Thomas can play against the Green Bay Packers. Now, if I were Robert Anderson, you might say, hey, Michael, you're making progress. but You might want to wait another week before you can come back. <laughs> That's fair enough. Fair enough. It's a very interesting little cross-pollination as we get ready for Sunday night football. And then after that, I mean, what a 24 hours. Rodgers and, uh, and um, Breeze and then Mahomes and Jackson. That'll come Sunday. What about Dak and Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson. <laughs> Good call, Adam. So we'll go Dak and Wilson Sunday afternoon. We'll go Rodgers and Breeze Sunday night. And then we'll go Mahomes and Jackson Monday night. And it starts tonight with the beard and the mustache, Minshew and Fitzpatrick. <laughs> oh, that beard, too much food, as I told you yesterday. Adam, the food is just, can't get the food in the beard. <laughs> and the Mississippi mustache to boot. Week three of the season starts tonight in Florida. Adam, thanks for the perspective as always. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Real quick on Adam's point, you obviously have had some injections and shots. we got to run here. Don't tell anybody. But, uh, I mean, what's that like? I mean, you know, for the average guy like me or most people listening, I mean, that's... You know, for for my pain, injections that I've gotten pretty much, I I would say, for about the three to four year period of time every single game, uh, just to, it was was something to loosen me up, take away a little of the pain. I got a spider needle. I wouldn't let them stick them big... Big needles in me. It was a small, thin spider needle. Spider needle. Yeah, it's just a small one. They just, you know, hit you real quick. <laughs> small for you, maybe. I'm just, I'm scared of it. <laughs> no, it's, it, it doesn't feel good. It does not feel good. I, I don't know what that doctor did. I have no idea. Whatever he did, he did do it right. That's for damn sure. Incredible. And you, there doesn't seem to be a lot of legal recourse, as Adam just mentioned in the question that you asked. So we'll see what happens. It looks like Justin Herbert is going to go. Pretty bullish results at the beginning, considering he had no idea that was going to happen Sunday. Acquitted himself quite well in his first NFL start. Much more. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin is on the way. But first, Key has this from Hulu. The wait is finally over. Football season is here, which means Hulu has live sports. You can watch your favorite players like Baker Mayfield on Hulu Plus Live TV. Get access to over 65 live channels, plus the largest streaming TV library, including exclusive originals and the hottest shows and movies. Start your free trial today so you don't miss a moment of the action. Live TV plan required. Restrictions apply. Learn more at Hulu.com. Miss anything from today's show and want to catch up? You can always download all four hours of the Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin podcast right now. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com 
slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Good morning. Welcome back to Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin. Jay will join us this morning at the top of the hour, about 13 minutes from now. He was working on the NBA last night. The NBA was thinking about much more than basketball last night. That's for sure. And Jay will join us with his thoughts on Breonna Taylor and a little basketball coming up in 13 minutes. He'll be with us for the full program Tomorrow, if you're just joining us, I'm sure you saw the news pop into your phone or many of you saw the news pop into your phone or saw it on television uh, last night that only one officer of the three that was involved in the shooting of Breonna Taylor, a 26-year-old EMT that was shot in her home when the police entered, uh, is being charged. And that police officer is being charged with, quote, wanton endangerment. Nobody is being charged with homicide. Daniel Cameron is the 34-year-old, 34-year-old Attorney General in Kentucky, he essentially said the use of force by the police was justified because their investigation had determined that the police were shot at first by Kenneth Walker, who was Breonna Taylor's boyfriend. Walker obviously disputes that assertion, and he is suing the police department. Uh, Cameron, uh, in a city that is 23 percent black, Louisville also did say that they have one witness that did hear the police identify themselves as the police before they went into Breonna Taylor's apartment. And therefore, the no-knock warrant, which people are saying uh, was central to this case, essentially the police did not knock before entering, came right in before identifying themselves. Cameron is saying that that is not a factor here because a witness they have does say the police identified themselves. So that is the story there. President Trump did weigh in. Uh, because two police officers, key, were shot last night. President Trump, to those two police officers on Twitter, quote, the federal government stands behind you and is ready to help. Um, There was some violence. There was some property damage. And eventually, when the police tally it, they think 100 people will be arrested when all is said and done. And that's what I'm going to say. I'm done. Those are just merely the facts. Nothing more. What do you think? Well, I, I, you know what I think, first of all. I do know what you think. I mean, it's like, I get that people, first of all, I'm going to say this. I There's a lot of sick people out there, right? Disturbing people. I went on our social media for the show, uh, Twitter page, and just, you know, scrolling down, just seeing it, and just started reading some of the comments, something I never do anyway. I just was sitting here doing commercial break board. Mm-hmm. People got some nerve out there, man. They really, it's some disgusting people that that are disgusting that need to really look at themselves in the mirror. That hate, that hate is real. That, that, that hate is so real. Like, for whatever reason, like, you don't like me because I'm black? That's crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's so wild to me. I don't even think like that. I don't even process stuff like that. It, it makes me so mad just seeing that sort of behavior. It's ridiculous. 
and, and and then when you think about you think about what took place in Louisville last night, nobody, no police officer should be shot. They shouldn't be shot at and shot. No, no lives should be lost. Nobody's saying to do those things, but people act like it's justified because she had an ex-boyfriend that had a criminal past. It should be justified. They're, they're allowed to kick in a door and just start spraying up apartments because of an ex-boyfriend. And it smells like a lot of cover-up to me. Just smells that way. I think I know a little bit about that. Okay? I know how I was raised. And it seems like to me that they got it wrong. That they think because they handed out a settlement to the family that they're supposed to brush it under the rug, keep it moving. You know, they 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 said to us, to the public, the the reasoning is that they fire shots back on a no-knock warrant. Then somebody else said that they heard him say it. Then he, the 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 the, uh, the boyfriend says that they didn't announce themselves as police officers. So you got all this he said, she said. So we're supposed to just take what the attorney general said and believe that and just run with it. After so many years of letdown and so many different cases around the world, every district is different. Every region is different, right? Every government and, and local governments are different. They handle situations differently. But they fired the police officers. Then they handed out money to the family. So to me, that doesn't look good to me. Like, you fi- you don't fire people just because. They, you fire them because they done something wrong. Right? I mean, that's what you usually do. So you're saying the the, the, the settlement and the firing would, would essentially say there's some culpability there. There's got to be, right? I mean, okay, I'll make it easier for you. When you accidentally fender bender somebody, mm-hmm. you either pay for it out your pocket or you call your insurance to pay for it because you did it. I'm at fault. You're at fault. I'm accountable. You're accountable. So why would you fire the police officer and hand the family money, but yet and still, when you do the investigation with the attorney general, you come back and say nothing was, no found anything. The only thing we saw was there was damage done to a wall, in a, some drywall in a house that could have potentially had smaller children in there. I mean, it's just, in the list of some of the, <laughs> some of the cop out, man, it's crazy. It's just wild. Can I give you this statement from Ben Crump? He's one of the family attorneys uh-huh. that's with the Taylor family. He was on CNN last night, and uh, he essentially said the decision felt like, quote, felt like bre- killing Brianna all over Twice. again. Twice. Because we've invested so much into hoping and praying that the outcome would be right. But yet again, it's wrong. You didn't even charge anybody with her murder or her killing. Right. Nothing. Nobody charged in her no, homicide. N- nothing. Zero. You charged for the wall. The wall doesn't have a heartbeat, man. That wall, they could go back and plaster over that wall, paint it over, and keep it moving. Her mother and father and family members can't hold her anymore. It's crazy. It's just crazy. I. It's crazy wild. 
Hear the emotion in your voice. The third member of our triumvirate, Jay Will, will join us at the top of the hour. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.